everybody, Mike Dempsey here for Underdog Fantasy, who are handing out $1 million in giveaways on Super Bowl Sunday. All you need is a verified Underdog account to be eligible. So sign up for Underdog Fantasy and see if you win this Sunday. Underdog Fantasy, don't forget to use promo code 1010XL. Put some respect on my name. First and foremost, my numbers are better than 15, 16 or so guys that are Currently in the hall. There's the handoff. Taylor looking for some cutback. He finds room. Look at Fred go. He's across the 30. Look at him run. Fred's going. He's at the 50. The 40. Yo, 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 finish or y'all done? 20, 10, 5, touchdown. 80 yards, Fred Taylor. I'm talking modern day guys at my position. When my name come up, respect. Stop playing with my name. I ain't go right on it. And he's the handoff to Fred looking for the cutback. He's got room on the middle 10. Fred's in there. He's at the 20. Fred's on the run to the 25 and the 30. He's going 40. Fred's 50. Fred's 40, Fred 30, Fred 25, 20. Y'all saying my name, put some respect on it. You look at the guys that are in the Hall of Fame from a defensive standpoint. Ray Lewis, Derrick Brooks. Look at all these other guys they're trying to put in the Hall of Fame. Gerard on the get. Here's Taylor. Put some respect on Busting hey. through. Fred Taylor making a cut. Taylor is gone. Touchdown, Jacksonville. These are the same dudes that I murked every Sunday. When my name come up, respect. Stop playing with my name. I ain't gonna right on it. But he knows he doesn't have a big play team in Jacksonville, does. Draw play. Taylor skips two tackles. All right, and here we go. Bye-bye. Brock Marion chasing. Brock Marion still chasing. Gets help from Smith. Touchdown. No flags. A 90-yard run. Y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? 1010XL 92.5 FM presents Jaguars Today with your hosts Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, Tom McManus, and Hold My Pocket, Dylan Denmark. All right, there we go. Happy Friday of Super Bowl week, everybody. One day, the impossible dream will come true and we'll all be in whatever city it is uh, preparing for the Jaguars to play in their first ever Super Bowl. But that day is not Today, good morning. Uh, good morning, Tom McManus. How are you? I'm doing great. You know, I woke up this morning thinking two things. One, I was glad uh, that I wasn't in Vegas because I, you know, I wasn't hung over this morning, which okay. I probably would have been. Uh, and number two, man, the parties are just getting started in Vegas. You know, Thursday night's a great night. Wednesday night's a pretty good night, but Thursday night and Friday. Saturday, and they're all just, sleeping right now. I mean, it's seven a.m. Oh or yeah, they're just going to bed. You know, and I wondered yeah. about that, like the NFL honor saying tone. Mm-hmm. Was this the first year it wasn't on a Saturday that you can recall? It, I oh, think yeah. it was on a Thursday the year Tony got announced. I feel like it was because I thought we were talking about it the next day. It may be day. the case. It may yeah. be the case. Yeah. I just wonder why it they used to be Saturday night. They moved, they've changed a lot of those things around. Like Goodell yeah. now does the press conference on Monday when he knows you know, half the media is not in town and yeah, it's right. by invitation only now. And, and it'll yep. get buried as, you know, it'll get buried that night because all the players are going to be on television yeah, talking right. about the game. Yep. You know, it's so funny. You know, everything's big shifted machine. around a little bit. It is yeah. a big machine. It and, is. Uh, condolences. I, that's maybe a little bit strong. Fred Taylor's still alive and well. But, yeah. uh, you know, uh, we wish Freddie T had gotten in to the Hall of Fame yesterday. The funny thing, we're just sitting here talking about it. The narrative. These narratives, where do they come from? Like, yep. well, there are only three spots open because Antonio Gates and Julius Peppers, and it was always Gates and Peppers, not Peppers and Gates. Right. Gates was the lock, we were told. The lock. Well, right. based on what? Right. Based on your opinion, 
So clearly he wasn't. He didn't make the top five. So yeah. Gates did not even get in to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So there are actually four other spots yeah. out there, and uh, still none of them going to Frank. Gates was like he really was he not like one of the first that was really fast at tight end. You know, a game changer in that. You know what I mean? Like kind of like today's yeah. Kelsey. I think and he was Kittle. The, uh, even though Tony Gonzalez had already been. Yeah. Tony Gonzalez was a basketball player totally. at Cal, right? You know, and yeah. Antonio Gates was also at a Kent basketball player. State, I think. Yeah, right? Kent State. and, and it, you you could see it in his game. Like he. I didn't. I he could I run like a wideout. He could run pretty well. He was yeah. big. Yeah. But he was, to me, like he used his basketball ability by posting guys up. Like yeah. literally. Yeah. Like he, he was, that was his, he'd just go and you, he was too wide for you to get around. Yeah. And he'd post you up in the middle of the field. Yeah. And it was an easy completion. Gonzalez would do that too. I mean, Gonzalez he, would do some of that. Yeah. I thought Gonzalez could run as well. Yeah. I thought Tony Gonzalez was probably more well-rounded all-around tight end phenomenal, than Antonio yeah. Gates. Yeah. Uh, Gates, but, when he hit the scene, though, I remember yeah. like it was, it's a great it was a numbers, tough, though. tough out. Like, it was tough to cover him. It's going to be interesting like to see exactly where Kelsey winds up, right? Because that's the only guy he's still behind. You know, basically at this point, and the argument for best tight end of all time, I think, is Tony Gonzalez. I, and Gonzalez-Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Gonzalez and Kelsey. Yeah. I think those two guys are it. You look at the surprise with Gates not getting in, I'm looking at him right now. He's third all-time among tight ends in receiving yards. He's first all-time in touchdowns, right? He's got 116 to Tony Gonzalez's 111. Wow. He's the all-time leader at tight end in touchdowns. It's just that those two numbers at that position aren't enough to get you in on the first. Like, I'm just surprised that wasn't enough to get him in I think, on the first ballot. But those the voters do what they do. Right. Yeah. It won't be an issue for Kelsey. Kelsey's all over right. the place. Kelsey's winning Super Bowls. He's going to have multiple rings right. and, sure. and the numbers and, yep. and all that. I think Kelsey he's will already walk fourth in on the first on the ballot. List. Right. I think yeah. his first ballot, easy. Totally. Uh, get in. I don't, look, that's not to say Fred Taylor's not deserving of being in. It was his first time no. as a finalist. Yep. A lot of these guys are, and a lot of people, you know, oh, how could Devin Hester get in over Fred Taylor? Well, Devin Hester's going to get in at some point. He is. Yeah. And Without a doubt. You know, it, it, unless you just want to say that, that specialists are not eligible for the Hall of Fame because okay. he is generally regarded as the best at what he did. And I understand what, you know, Jeff is talking about, uh, you know, comparing his numbers to, like, to Eric Metcalf. Are they that much better? Well, you know, five touchdowns is a pretty big difference when you're talking about return touchdowns. But I think – Hester, fair or not, this is the Hall of Fame, right? And part of Hester is the the allure of Devin Hester. Teams were afraid to kick it to him, right? And that that was the narrative that we heard. Oh, they, they won't even punt it to him. They're going to punt it out of bounds. They, they'll kick it short. They'll kick it here. They'll kick it there. And that he changed the game that way, that, yeah. that when he was on the field, it didn't reach a point in his career when nobody would want to even kick him the football. And that was a major advantage to the receiving team that he was on because they would do all kinds of things. Is that that much better than the actual raw numbers of what Eric Metcalf put up? I don't know, but that's part of the allure of the Hall of Fame. It's not just about the numbers. It's about your impact on the, the history changing, of the right. football. You like know? how long will Adam Vinatieri have to wait? Ooh, right? Because that guy's eventually going to be a Hall of Famer because of the big moments on top of being the league's all-time leading scorer, right? Like and I guarantee point, it, when he goes in, someone will say, there's no way any kicker should go in over any of these other guys that didn't uh, get in. And yeah. it's, you know, either you're going to put him in sometime or you're not. Yeah. Well, for, look, with Devin, um, like Dion, every you were worried he was going to score every single time. Yep. I mean, every single time. I don't know if 
the league felt that way about Eric Metcalf or guys like that. Maybe they did. I don't remember that. Right. But I, know I don't with, either. I know with Devin, like you didn't, like you said, you don't want to kick it to him because he could easily take it to the house on any given return. And I know he doesn't get a lot of love for his receiving, but that's under undervalued. I mean, he 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 had some interesting stats as a receiver. Eh. Not great. Yeah. I mean, he, not to get him into the hall, he, but he, he was a he was more than receiver. just a. A return but guy he, is my I point. Don't, I don't think – I think if he had zero receiving stats, he'd still be in the hole. I don't think anybody – Oh, I agree with I that. I doubt they yeah, no, I agree with receiving that. numbers into But he was more well-rounded than just the return. So is Metcalf, though. Yeah, okay, yeah. You know, I mean, there are other guys like that. Like that Dion. Have, have done well, that. Metcalf. Well, obviously, sure. Dion, yeah, was a yeah. different – I mean, Dion probably <laughs> could argue – All right, well, let me ask – so but was Metcalf a game-changer? I, I, I don't – was he a lure, a game changer? Maybe that's and maybe See, that's not fair. Like, like again, it's more like you said. You don't remember that. I don't know. Maybe he yeah. was yeah. talked about that way, but I don't remember yeah. that. Yeah. I thought for a five or six year period, Dante Hall was talked about that way. Uh, right, just yeah. not as long a period. Right. right. Like I thought right. that he was that kind of guy. You didn't want to kick it to him because right. it call. could go any time with Dante Hall. But I don't think Dante Hall is going to get a sniff of the Hall. Right. Right, right. Like I do think there's a difference between those two guys, and yeah, it is what it is. It, like well, I, you said, I, Mike, at some point yeah. Hester was going to be put in the Hall of Fame. He's considered the gold standard for the position. And I hope I can word this right. But like when you when you are a specialist like Vinatieri or Hester, and you're one of the greatest of all time, that I don't know that that's a should she, Morton Anderson not be eligible for the Hall of Fame? No, right. You right, know what I mean? No, like, either right, they're eligible like, or they're not. And right. and whenever they get in, if you have a system that limits you to putting five guys in yeah. a year, then there are always going to be ten guys left out that are probably Hall of Fame worthy that will eventually get into the Hall of Fame. Most, right. I would imagine most, or a high percentage of guys who make it to the finalist yeah. make it eventually to in. in. Yeah. You know, yeah. certainly the ones who make it to be a finalist multiple times, I would think that would be the case. But hey, I guess congrats to the guys who got in and um, Freddie it's a good class. It, it is, it's but a good you know, class. Yeah, like Freddie T. Next year, there's going to be so much focus on getting him in next year because you get beyond that, and right? You're, AP's th- there's a whole wave of, yep. of guys that are going to be coming in yep. that. Will, that that are much more than locks than Antonio Gates seemed right. to be going right. into yesterday. So, right. uh, anyway, that went down last night. Uh, by the way, I, and I was I, I was actually happy to see Flacco win Comeback Player of the Year award. Tony, uh, mm-hmm. although looking at the voting, it was clear what happened. Some people, it, there were two camps. Either the I fully on board the Demar Hamlin camp. Yeah, right. He got the most first place votes, easily the most first place votes. Right for the category. But I think eight voters left him off their ballot entirely, right? Really? So yeah, because like okay, great. It, it's it's amazing that you you your life was saved, and we're right. happy about that. Right. But to me, I'm voting comeback player of the year award based on how great a season you had, based on where you were. Like I would have voted for Baker Mayfield, Flacco okay. second. Okay, yeah, Tony. Would have voted for Flacco, mm-hmm. right? What either one I felt was more deserving because it's about what you do. It's not just the fact that you return to me, yeah. but twenty-one people voted Hamlin first on their ballot. Only thirteen voted Flacco out of fifty. Oh wow! But okay. Flacco got twenty-six second-place votes. Hamlin got almost none, and he got some third-place votes. I, I didn't. I wouldn't say almost none, but like seven. I think it was like twenty-one, seven, and fourteen. Right. First, second, third. So. 
I think a lot of people said he's the most deserving. How, how can you die and come back and not be comeback player? Then there were others who said, eh, I'm not going to even vote for the guy. And then there were others who said, well, I'll put him on more like, I, I think they voted for Flacco, Mayfield, Mayfield, Flacco, because Mayfield had 10 first place votes okay. too, you know, yeah. and, um, you know, it's the second place votes that put Flacco over the top. Well, it's it's really it's always been a award what you do on the field, your comeback on the field. You now, granted, think. his life is coming, no no doubt. But if 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 Hamlin had a big year, maybe we'd be thinking differently. But he oh, didn't, absolutely, he, didn't he really, barely played. Yeah, he barely played. Right. right. He's yeah. he's a guy that that so, most people yeah. didn't know who he was yeah. before he suffered that yeah. accident. We'll call it whatever. Yeah. You know, they, they should have came up with a, another. Award for maybe. I think he's been honored in many. Yeah, you know has. what I mean? Yeah, like, that's I, true. like, and I, I, quite frankly, I doubt he cares that much. About, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, he's won already. He's right. a, he's here. He played. Right. He made the return. He made it back, and he's been lauded yeah. for for all that. And you know, I mean, quite frank, I mean, it's terrible what happened to him. No it's doubt. It's great that the first responders right there on the scene yep. saved his life. Yep. And but it's. You know, it's kind of like circumstance. It's like okay, I it's mean, a, it's an on the field award. It's what you do on the field. Th- that should to, be to always has to twenty nine of the voters. It was right, right, right? to right. twenty one of them. It was, and right. so that's no, why, right? right it re- it's like MVP. What does that yep. mean? Did you have the best stats, or right. are you the guy who we say if we took you off that team, they'd have the you know the biggest fall? How do you judge? Right. What's the? It's up to each individual voter. Yeah. You know? I can see Flacco just because coming off the couch, basically, you know, and being yeah. thrown no, into I, the I wolves. I think he was worthy. I, yeah. I, I like Mayfield. I like Baker, Mayfield too, Mayfield was basically – look, this guy played – he went from Cleveland to Carolina to the Rams. He went bing, 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 bing. Yep. And then what, wasn't guaranteed to start. There's a lot of talk about Kyle Trask in Tampa right. in the offseason. That's right. And Mayfield won the job, led him to the playoffs. <laughs> You know, and beyond, yeah. you know, the playoff victory because it's a regular season war is happy. I thought Kevin Stefanski was the right pick for coach of the year. Guy's down to his fourth quarterback. Golly, yeah. You talk about nuts Fair. in the voting on that one. Yeah. Uh, crazy, yeah. right? They were yeah. equal. They got they both got equal points. Oh wow. Totally tied. Yeah. yeah. It came down to Stefanski got one more first place vote. Yep, and they gave him the award. Wow. That oh, which is fine. Was D'Amico was yeah. second. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Both worthy. For yeah, sure. oh, I thought Tamika. I would have voted for Stefanski. We we went through it yesterday. Yeah. Who we would have voted for? Who we thought would win? Yeah. the whole thing. I thought Miles Garrett would win, mm-hmm. and I said it's, it's so funny. I said it's kind of like when Jordan was winning MVP every year. Every once in a while, somebody would look up and go, "That's kind of Carl Malone's turn, right?" Or it's it's Barkley's yeah. turn, or whomever's yeah. turn. Yeah, and I just felt like that was the case. And then you saw T.J. Watt. I mean, this is a bit of a big baby move. Did you see what he did last no. night? 30 minutes before the show, he must have known, you know, because, like, the Hall of Fame guy, no, he he tweets out something basically like, oh, they're screwing me again or, oh, or something like that or, or something uh, to that effect. That's not the exact right. words. But it right. was clear. Everyone knew immediately, well, DJ Watt didn't win player of the year, you know, and so it's going to go to Miles Garrett. Wow. And it was like the whole – everyone uh, – the whole thing on social media last night was about, oh, they decided Miles Garrett's the guy, and I – don't doubt that there's some of that. Like that right. was their their guy this year. Watt won it last year, and let's spread the wealth around a little bit. Is would you look at that award like take each player out of their defense? Who's affected more? Is that 
I don't know. I don't know. You could do that if you want to. Yeah. Or you could look and say Watt led the league in sacks. You know, and, yeah. and they play this basically the same position. Yeah. And his numbers were better. Micah Parsons, though, mm. defended Garrett getting the award. And Parsons was a finalist for it. He said, "Look, put the film in." Right. He goes, "Look at the double teams." He's he goes, the, you, "Y'all are just looking at the stats." At the stats, right? He goes, "Watch right. the film." Right. You know, and that's yeah. the thing. No, we're not going to sit here and watch y'all twenty-two to break down the defensive player of the year. Now, right. if you're a voter. Right. You should be. Well, you know what? Back to Fred. Watch the film. Right. Absolutely. Everybody watch the film and then say he's not at Hall of Fame. Say that guy, that combination of size and, yeah. and uh, right. speed. Right. right. You know. And, and But they're lazy. People are lazy. They're not going to do you that. Know, and, and I've seen this, you know, a, a few people today uh, hit me up in a variety of ways here. Yeah. Um, you know, Kavaris. we got to get Kavaris out of there. You uh, know, that, that had been the narrative for a while, right? And then yeah. uh, Tony, like Baselli raved about what Sam yep. did in, in terms – even in the years he didn't get in. Yep. Because Sam will go over I'm, – I'm sure he did this with Fred. Here's my presentation. Oh, yeah. Shows he, it to him. He he has. And yep. and I'm sure – you know, I don't doubt that he – you know, based on that, that was the narrative going around. Sam's not right. doing a good enough job. He's not, not fighting true. hard enough for him. Right. Well, you know, he got – Tony got in and – Fred's fighting a, a lot of things. He's fighting market size. He's fighting lack of Pro Bowls, right? Yep. He, he's fighting lack of, of championship hardware, never yep. played in a Super Bowl. Right. Big plays in those big games. Other guys who've been finalists for multiple seasons, waiting their turn to get I'm not yep. saying you have no, you know. can't get jumped, yep. you know, in, in line, but so yep. it's a lot of things. So, you know, I, I feel like that narrative has gone by the wayside, you know, in no, terms of the presentation. No, big tone. He 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 th- always thought Sammy did a great job for him, and they. You're right. They do converse a lot, and Sam has talked to Freddie about it. Cause I've talked to Sam about it. So right, like, what know, do you want me yeah, to say? Here's right. what I'm planning on presenting. Right. Does this cover? You yeah. know, and hey, if you're good with it, right? Why should anybody add, else be upset? Exactly. With it? Exactly. So it's just a matter. Look, they are fighting those things you said. Look, they were fighting a, a little similar with Tony, market size and and number of years. He's he was still greatest at his position no for doubt. all the years, but that's what they were fighting. Tony's case was, was just a little different, just because of the the in, like. No one said Tony wasn't a Hall of Famer. It was always well, if he had played five more years, right. you know, he'd be a shoe in, right. right? Well, you knew he played like what six years, five. Pro Bowls, yep. three time no, right. All Pro. I mean, right. he, he he was as great Dominant. as you could be right. in that short period of time. So. Yeah. Uh, today, I think we got a great question. Oh, folks today. I haven't Super seen it Bowl yet. related. Oh, right, I was up early too. Uh, you know, people like to <laughs> to do their wagering on the Super Bowl in a lot oh. of different capacities. So yeah. we asked, "What's your single best bet out of these options for the Super Bowl?" Ooh. Okay, these are pretty much the game bets. It's not the prop stuff. You can take Kansas City plus the two because it started at two and a half. Okay. It's, you can still find, like, FanDuel has it at two and a half, but I think every other site I've seen has it at two. So okay. we're going KC plus two, San Fran minus two, over 47 and a half total points or under 47 and a half total points. You can okay. bet one of those. What is the best bet for Super Bowl 58? Uh, you can hit us up on social media with your vote on that, at MD underscore 1010XL. Uh, be sure to include... At 1010XL Fat Tony, at Meathead 55, and at 1010XL Denmark. Hold my pocket! Has a popcorn sale going, pocket. It's good, man. We got $1,700 so far. Nice! Yeah. Nice job. That's collectively for yes. you guys, and yeah, the goal everybody. is about two grand, right? Yes. So we're, awesome, uh, we're brother. pretty close to it. We got till Sunday, and anybody that sent money so far, it's uh, greatly appreciated. We had a couple fans send me some. That's wonderful, since man. yesterday. Yeah, so. and look, you can buy, if you want to take part in the actual fundraiser, go to at 1010XL Denmark on Twitter or X, and uh, he's got the link. 
up there, uh, and you can donate, and you'll get popcorn, like gourmet popcorn for your trouble, uh, part of it. But if you do it that route, the popcorn company gets half of the money, okay. right? And the, the school yep. gets the other half. Yep. So, uh, you know, if you know Dylan or if you want to make a direct uh, contribution to the uh, Baldwin Baldwin track, is this the travel fund pockets? Yeah, it's the track entries, and then any extra money we get, we'll, okay. we'll spend it on equipment. All right, you can call Dylan off the air at 641-1010 if you want to. You can use the same number to get on the show today, talk about the Jags, how far we are from playing in Super Bowl 59 or 60 or 61 Ooh. or whatever the case may be. We'll give you our thoughts on this game coming up this weekend in depth as well. So uh, play along at 641-1010 on the All-Pro Roofing phone lines or the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Gave out those social media handles. You can also hit us up in the YouTube chat as well. Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, Tom McManus, Dylan Denmark. Happy Friday. This is Jaguars Today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. In the middle, Tom McManus, brought to you by Renewal by Anderson, a better way to a better window on 1010XL. And we're just, uh, got NFL Network on, and we're watching Peter Schrager count down his top 10 San Francisco 49ers of all time, yeah. with Patrick Willis going into the Hall of Fame last night. What do you have? Willis at six? Six. Mm-hmm. Eighth. Yeah. I thought that was a little high myself, but I'd have had T.O. over Steve him. Young, fourth. Four. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I thought um, he'd be a little higher. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I get it's got to be a lot Rice and, and Montana in whatever order. I, I would put right. Rice at number one. Um, yeah. Me too. Montana two and yeah. Lot three. If you're going to go, I might have put Young over Lot, quite frankly. I mean, and that's not to disparage Ronnie Lot. He's a great player. Oh, Young was, what, two time league MVP, I think? Uh, yeah. Right? So, yeah. You know, yeah, he was, he was special. Right. He was no pretty damn. I'll take the monkey off the back. Yeah. We've seen that clip a million times. Yeah. But the, so, anyway, number five Toronto. was Charles Haley. Yeah. Who, until Brady passed him, had the most Super Bowl rings of any player. Right. The only guy with five. With five. Right. right? And, right. and it's interesting. He's still, those two are the only guy with more than four. Yeah, still incredible. to this day. You were telling us a moment ago something yeah. about Charles Haley. Well, well Ronnie Stone was our uh, offensive guard for. Boston College was drafted, I think, in the second round. Dallas drafted him okay. in '93, and uh, he we saw him after the first, after his rookie year, and he was told when he when he got into the locker room, other teammates were saying, "Don't look at Charles Haley. He doesn't <laughs> like people. Like, don't don't look at him." And he was like. And he was like one scare. And Ron's a big guy. He's like six five, like three twenty. He's like he was scary looking. Like <laughs> that was his his. Uh, there's Ronnie number three. Uh, that was his you know reputation. Is like, that right? Would... You just saw him up there but, uh, on the clip. No, no, I'm saying Ronnie Lotts, number three. You oh, mentioned. Ronnie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. got you. I thought you yeah. talking about Ronnie Stone. I'm no, like, no, no. I'm like, <laughs> number three? <laughs> He's a guard, Tom. What? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, he was known just for being a mean, mean dude. West Roxbury, Mass is where Ron Stone was from. He yeah. was a fourth-round pick of okay. the Cowboys. But still, 96th yep. overall, which was – probably right at the top of the round, even though there are fewer teams right. then, you still have the compensatory picks. Yeah, he played a long time, played for like 13 years. And here's a great thing about Ron Stone. So he played defensive tackle his junior year, and then they moved him to tackle his senior, offensive tackle his senior year. 6'5", yeah. 325. Yeah, Tony and I uh, sat down with Charles guy. Haley. We did. At the Super Bowl. And you can and, yeah. still feel the vibes. And still, <laughs> well, but, but that was the thing. We're like, yeah. I don't know if I want to talk to Charles yeah. Haley. Like, I don't know what he's got. If I Charles, say the wrong thing. Charles, what are you thing. so mad at? But, but <laughs> what did he admit? Like, he had, he had was it, 
was it depression bipolar, or bipolar? I think. bipolar? Was bipolar. I think it was bipolar, yeah, it right? Was. That it that was. he dealt with, and yeah. they, and he was very like a very pretty chill dude. You know, at that point, he yeah. had, he'd gotten treatment for it. He right. probably had never right. been treated throughout his career because that we right. all just kind of joke about guys like that, and it's it's not you know it's a serious thing. Yep. But you know, guys that had these mood swings. Oh, he's unpredictable. No, he's right, well, right. Well, there's a reason. He has a chemical think imbalance. Of, think of uh, ADD used to be called ants in the pants or ADHD, right? Kid's got ants in his pants. You know, he can't sit still. We didn't call it anything. We just said can't sit still. When you think of the, a, the term hyperactive. Yeah, he's hyperactive. Shell shock. You ever heard of the term shell yeah. shock, right? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like yeah. surprised, right? right. Like, yeah. But uh, like I... I, I get down these rabbit holes like some of us do, right? Yeah. With, like YouTube and different clips and whatever. So anyway, I'm on social media yesterday, and they're showing – there's a clip of this guy who's a, a vet from World War One. Oh, whoa. And, and this is an old yeah. clip. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's sitting there, and he's basically calm. It looks like he's maybe in a sanitarium, right? Okay. And he's sitting there. He's pretty calm. And they bring out – like I don't know if it's his hat or a hat that the enemy soldiers would have worn, and they just show it to him. And all of a sudden, this guy, like the PTSD, comes flooding Freaks in, out, right. and this was shell like it, like you right. hear shell shock now, and you're like, yeah, eh, you're surprised. You know, yeah. I'm shell shocked, yeah. you know, like you're, yeah. oh, you're shocked. Right. No, like there's like a real yeah. hardcore yeah. Um, diagnosis that right. went along with that. Yeah, it's not you like know? anyone that was ever in a war that got to go home. Yeah. Doesn't have that to some degree. I'm sure. Oh, right? I, like, know, I, I know my dad. They didn't call it that, but he yeah. definitely. Without Charles Hanley, not shell shock, but you know he was dealing with mental health issues. Yeah. Got what he's got, you know. Yeah. And uh, anyway, I mean, what a hell of a career. And if you're going to play defensive line, even if you don't have it, probably a good reputation, <laughs> <laughs> right? Hey, uh, hey, tr- hey, Charles, uh, don't take the medication this morning, okay? <laughs> a, or, or at least just make some big eyes at the guy across the the line Before from the you. Game. Hey, let's not get, let's give him a. Who, a who long is the? Uh, do you think um, whether it's a guy you played with or a guy that came after? Who do you think was the most intimidating? Jaguar player well, of all time. Well, I tell you, in the beginning, Kelvin Pritchett was intimidating because he was just this big, menacing defensive tackle. But in his defense, he was just waiting to see who was going to be on the team. So he didn't bother. I'll never forget, like, I don't know, maybe October of 1995. Barely said two words to KP at this time. And he pulls me, like, out of the nowhere. Like, I think I'm walking through the, you know, between the uh, the locker room and the medical room and, and he's like, hey, uh, I'm having a party uh, tomorrow night. Why don't you and, uh, you know, Boyer and Schwartz, why don't you guys uh, come? I was just like, what? You know who I am. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> What'd you just say? You want me to come to a party? He's like, yeah, he starts laughing. Then he, after that, you know, we started to That's cool. You know, so talk. this was after you made the team? Yeah, right? yeah, and I think he was. I, he, uh, he was. He was great. I mean, that guy. I've told you stories about yeah. him with the lifting in the weight room. Yeah, yeah. Get off me, you foul. <laughs> <laughs> he was choking Ms. Linsky on the ground. I'm going to kill you. I love guys like that. He was, I mean, he just, yeah. That's he, what I'm talking about, yeah, Tony. You see? Yeah, he was, he was, he was great. All ball and just, just, he was great. Who do you so, get, yeah. the, like, his, if you look at the, the entire history of the Jags, though, yeah. is it Henderson? I mean, just because of the physical, and you know what I mean, like yes. the, the size, and oh, then when that video comes out, face. right? Like yeah. this guy is a yeah. little off his rocker. Well, you kind of got to be to let people smack you in the face, no matter how big you are. Your face, it still stings your face. Sure, it's not like he doesn't feel it. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Even no, though Joe's right. tidy, he still feels the right. slap across the face. It may be even scarier. He enjoys the feeling. Yeah, right. hit me harder, Joe. <laughs> or, or, it, or it, right, it puts that anger level up to, to yeah. 11. Uh, I, you know what? Double D head. You know, Double D. That's was, true. Double he, D. He would come out, you know, he'd come up and rock your world, but he was I, not afraid It would afraid probably depend on what position you played, too, right? Like, yeah. if, you were, if you were an offensive lineman, you're not afraid of Don Vidarius. Because no. you're not going to engage with him. Right. Right. But if you're a back coming through the hole, damn right. receiver coming across the <laughs> middle, yeah, Donovan, you, he Donovan's, might keep you up at night. Donovan's got to – he's arguably the, the single most intimidating – Hitter. Hitter, right. Oh. Yeah, definitely. I, I don't think there's an argument that he is yeah. the most intimidating hitter. Yeah. Like, from that the, – the guy that you're – you know, the old proverbial head on a swivel guy. Yeah. That's him. But I just – there had to be something about – especially the combination of Henderson and Stroud yeah. next to each other. Oh, was, I told you, I had I had Henderson on one of my shows, uh, Big John, and I just – I had him stand in front of me and put his hands over his head. And I it was like this grizzly bear. I mean, he was so he really massive. Is, right? yeah. You're like, how did anybody ever, A, throw over you, one, B, block you, like just – I mean, talk about top of the food chain, baby. You know, and you as we talk about draft needs for this Jag team, right? Yep. Interior offensive Ugh. line, absolutely. A wide receiver, absolutely. Corner, absolutely. Look, if they could find another John Henderson. Menacing type. defensive oh tackle. Gosh, That's right? what we need, a and, menacing and defense. Because, tackle. like, I'm like a lot of people. In the end, my opinion shouldn't matter how they build a team, right? But I will have an opinion, and I, I want something. I, I either want something that I feel like, is the greatest need, which I do think is interior of the offense, or some something on the offensive line that helps improve the overall five-man unit. Or I do like the ball-in-the-hands guy. Who doesn't like you know wide receivers, right? Because yeah. you can immediately see yeah. what their production is. Um, so, you know, defensive tackle is kind of like a boring pick. I say that in, in understanding fully that it's – Incredibly vital to how you build your football team. Oh, without a doubt. You know? I mean, think of the defenses around the league, and, and just not all of them have a menacing defensive tackle, but a lot no. of them do. Like mm-hmm. the Jags. Yeah. Don't. No, right exactly. You don't have one right now that you're right. – that... I mean, look at the Chiefs. Now, Chris Jones is the best. But look at Simmons up in Tennessee. You know, Donald out in L.A. You know, now he's not big and menacing, but he's menacing. I mean, he's menacing. He's not, you know, oversized type guy. And you don't even, it didn't have to be a menacing guy. When I'm thinking about now. A disruptor. Like, just give me a, a guy like, a, give me a guy that's going to play to the level of John Henderson or Marcus Trout. Make a couple, three Pro Bowls over the course of his career. Right. And be a guy that every week, week in, week out. You got to you know, worry about him. You got to worry about him. That's because he's disrupting things. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he doesn't have to be like, like. Like you said, it doesn't have to be John Randall who was right. he painted his face. No, right, and, no, I don't care. Yeah, like right. If I right. didn't want to meet John Randall in a dark alley, right. you know, kind of thing. He doesn't no, have right. to be that guy. No, he doesn't. But on the field, got to disrupt that. Absolutely, backfield. absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's take a time out here if you want to get in uh, and enjoy and uh, join the conversation. Six four one ten ten is the easy way to do it on the All Pro Roofing phone lines. Mike Dempsey. Tony Smith, Tom McManus, Dylan Denmark. Uh, make sure you vote in today's question of the day poll presented by Chad and Sandy. Real estate simply asking you, what is the best bet out of these four that we give you for the Super Bowl? Is it Kansas City plus the two points, San Fran minus the two, or taking the over or under the 47.5 point total on Sunday? Pretty close vote right now uh, overall. At least three really strong ones uh, going in there. It's interesting. How many people I feel are on the Kansas City side of this, considering San Fran is the favorite 
in the game. Yeah. You know, uh, and myself included, by the way. And uh, I'll spoil it. We're going to make our picks later on. I'm going to take the Chiefs. So I'm uh, taking the Chiefs, too. Yeah. Um, part of the script. Game. Close game, though. <laughs> well, it is part of the script. I mean, hmm. we've all got I got it. the script, actually. As the official flagship station of an NFL team, we do get to peek at the script. We don't get to keep a copy right. of it, but we get to read it, which That's is right. nice That's for right. us. Uh, all right, kidding. For those <laughs> one or two out there who believe got to worry about. Yeah. You said it. There's always a few <laughs> you do have to worry about it. All right, uh, we'll come back. More uh, Jaguar and NFL general discussion heading into Super Bowl 58 on Jaguars today here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. We had to look in the mirror, and that's healthy, I think, as a team, as an organization. You know, Maybe if we made the playoffs somehow at the end of the year, beat the Titans, make the playoffs, and then we win the first game and we, you know, whatever, lose the divisional, maybe we don't think the same way about the things that we need to do this offseason to make us better. I think sometimes it opens your eyes a little bit when you struggle. That is your quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, on the Up and Adams uh, show with Kay Adams this week. Uh, Trevor making the round of some of the national shows uh, about – you know, could missing the playoffs have a positive effect in the long run? I always choose to make the playoffs, me personally, right? Yeah. But can you take the lesson of why you failed to make the playoffs and internalize that and improve upon that going into the future, Tom? Before we get into that, we played this earlier in the week, Tony. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was Trevor on with Bucky Brooks and Cameron Wolf on – NFL Network uh, from Radio Row uh, talking about a similar topic. I think it could be a good thing for us in the long run. And sometimes when you have a season that finishes that way, especially not making the playoffs in the position that we were in, it kind of heightens the sense of urgency for everyone. We know, all right, we're not where we need to be. We're not where we want to be. And you're coming off that instead of, you know, maybe a year, maybe we make the playoffs. We found a way to make the playoffs um, this year, and we don't learn the lessons we do because we think we're a little bit better than maybe we are. So I think it could heighten the sense of urgency. It could you know, put a little pressure on us in a good way, and we need that. So you hear that, Tom, and you think what? Well, for, uh, A, I commend him for being honest. I do. You know, um, And what it's saying to me is what Doug said in week three, believing the press clippings, you know, thinking we're better than we are, getting our head out of the clouds. I'm really surprised that a Doug Peterson team would have those issues after one year, to be honest with you. You know, go back to, like, 2017. What did we say after that season, right? How are they going to handle that success? And they didn't handle it well. They imploded, right? It was more about individuals, more about whatever. But it wasn't about team. and It wasn't about winning. You thought after 2017 there'd be years and years of, you know, that kind of contender of, of a playoff run. Well, it was about winning, but it was about winning week two against the Patriots. No, <laughs> right. it really was, and right? Crumbled, and then it crumbled after yeah. that. No, you're right. They were 3-1, and one, I think, in yep. the beginning of that year. But then it went it went south. So, I think. look, I said it before. I think they need an attitude adjustment. I'm glad he's being honest. Um, and, you know, maybe it humbles them as a team. And maybe he's right. Like, in the long run, for next year, maybe, maybe collectively as a team, we look in the mirror and say, you know what? I should have done more. I should have been more prepared. I should have done more as a player so I don't have to have this feeling again. Maybe maybe it did humble them. I think they needed some humble pie. I don't know why they thought they arrived in the first place. I mean, they had a great year in 2022. It was a, a great year. Um, but you should have used that as a stepping stone, not as, hey, look at us, we're here. 
Granted, they were the number one seed for a little, I don't know, 17 right. hours or so. And, and how many people. But you got to handle that. You know, low, I'm including us in this conversation, had them at least as a legitimate Super Bowl contender. No whether doubt. or not you picked them to win it. Absolutely. Very fashionable pick. Obviously right. going to dominate the division. Yep. Maybe get the number one seed. There were national people picking them to do yep. that. But in a world, this is why I commend, in a world where everyone's like, no, it's the play calling. No, it's this coach. No, it's that coach. And he's saying, you know what? We we we, we, we felt we were a little ourselves. bit better than we, we we made. Yeah. It was us. It was us. It was us as the players, and we are the ones that are going to have to get better at this thing. So I like seeing that or hearing that, I should say, and and him being forthright in that. And hopefully he's right, and hopefully his teammates hear that and be like, you know what, he's right, man. We gotta we gotta take some humble pie and get hungry again. You know, it's always the the ones that do it back to back to back, right? They reset, they're humble again, and then they get hungry again, and they want to get back. You know, you look at KC. That just doesn't happen. Being what was it? Four out of the five AFC Championship games. You know, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like that. That just doesn't happen. That's all. Not yeah, it's talent, but it's also culture. It's also wiping the slate clean and starting over. And let's go earn this thing. Well, it's it's too like it's hard. It's not it, easy. It is, and you know, you you wanna you wanna back them. You know, and if you're a fan, you you wanna believe that the best possible outcomes are the outcomes you're going to get, you know, because you get the players when they win. Oh, nobody thought we could do this. Well, right. Well, yeah. I mean, there are reasons because historically you haven't done that. And okay. It's great. We want you to do that, but you went nine and eight in back-to-back years. We said it several times, Tony, I don't know how many, but in the off season had Riley Patterson missed the field goal against the chargers. Nothing else changes about how they played. Right, we would have felt completely different because then it wouldn't have been Trevor dug him out of a twenty-seven to nothing hole. Yep. It would have been Trevor dug him a twenty-seven to nothing hole right. with his interceptions yep. that he yep. could not overcome. Well, Patterson made the kick, yeah, but you can't you can't leave it up to a kicker in that situation. So the whole narrative would have been completely yep. different. Yep. Kansas City's playing in their fourth Super Bowl in six years. Yeah, there you they've go. won two of them. They've yep. been to the AFC Championship game in six, six in a row. seasons. Yeah. With Patrick Mahomes, the lull Kansas City has felt during that entire time feels like it was halfway through this season. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, we were talking about it. We're like, right. man, they're not, they're not Kansas City of old. Took no. them a little bit to get going. By the way, you see, uh, Jags signed Riley Patterson to a futures contract. I did, right? Like, Cause get your beep <laughs> together, buddy. But, but like, come on, that, that's weird. Like, to why me. bring him? Back? Like, why like, you let him go in the first place? Well, because he, he didn't have a big off. enough leg. He couldn't kick off, and and I think. Clearly, Detroit felt something was lacking there yeah, too, right? Yeah, and they're they're fair. playing indoors. So, right. what what has changed? Has know. he added five to ten yards on his range? I, I doubt it. Yeah, maybe he's gotten stronger. I don't know. I don't know how. I that, don't know. I mean, I, it's it's not the end of the yeah. world, but it's like it's just odd to me that you would say, "Well, this guy's deficient yeah. in certain areas." I don't know if you get significantly better at this stage of his career and life in these areas. Yeah. Maybe you can. We got to go out and upgrade, and then you do, and then that guy has a pretty good year, and then in the end, it kind of falls off. Yeah. So let's look right. back at the guy we just replaced. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That that one's a little strange for me as well. And I get it. Kickers recycle. Yeah. No, they and, do. And sometimes, like Lambo was terrible until he wasn't. Right. You know, and True. and Jason Myers was Jason terrible Myers, until great, he wasn't. You know, pick, and yeah. and so it's it's possible. Yeah. Um, and look, as far as yet, look. You look at Philly. They're the, I, I feel the same about them. Not that I care about Philly, but they were ten and one. Something happened to where they just mm-hmm. went south. I no mean, doubt. Come on. 
Hey, look, you don't, I, you don't just I, stop I wonder, good ball. Tone, uh, t- does it signal that Doug Peters is like the hell with it? I'm going for it on every fourth down. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Like, like if, unless it's yeah. a 42-yard field goal or shorter, uh, we're not going to use you anyway because we're yeah. going for it in that part of the field yeah, regardless. Good or Maybe, bad. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, we got your, your boy Fan Cam on the line right. right here at 641-1010 on the All-Pro Roofing phone lines. Good morning, Cam. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, I was normally wouldn't call twice in a row, but I was remiss in forgetting to uh, to wish Satchel good luck uh, in the fan of the year thing. That's a pretty cool thing, and uh, I was lucky enough to be nominated by them one year, and uh, it's a really cool thing, and let, just let them know the Jaguars fans in the area are rooting for them to win that title this year. When does that get announced? Uh, it, they, they take the top three finalists and they all get a room in the same hotel where the hall of famers are. And, uh, they supposedly go to your room, right. You know, when, right when they go to get the hall of famers for their ceremony, they go and get you. And then they announce it then as far as I know, but the top three actually get a, a free trip to the Super Bowl with their family. Yeah, I think that's changing because they don't do that with the Hall of Famers no, like that anymore. I think last night they announced the winner was the Green Bay. Was it that? Okay, because yeah. we saw the guy. Was it the Green Bay guy? Because I saw yeah. at, at most of the time I'm preparing. I had a show last night, so I'm following like the updating thing on CBS, yeah. and I'm not really watching the show. And then I did happen to see this guy. I guess he's an actor from CBS come out and give the award for Coach of the Year to uh, Steven Stefanski. You mean oh, you mean oh. Kevin Stavansky, oh. that guy, and then but he was out there uh. with the Packer fan, and so I guess yeah. he was named the the fan of okay. the year. So anyway, his big joke, right? Everybody, there's always a joke, right? You're a Packer fan. I'm a Bears fan. I guess we can agree on one thing: we hate the Vikings. Like, is that even a joke? Like, and the guy's wearing a purple suit, top to bottom, wearing purple. Like, uh, and you're talking about how you hate the Vikings. I'm right. like. It's very weird. Like, don't shoehorn these people that don't belong in a sports presentation (laughs) award because you're trying to hype some CBS show that nobody wants to watch. I don't know. That's my feeling, Cam. Damn it. So anyway, I can guarantee you, Satch wouldn't have been wearing purple if he was there. No, well then, no. The Green Bay fan was in Green Bay gear. It was the the CBS guy who claimed to be a Bears fan who was head to toe in purple last night so uh, anyway but uh, well sorry then satch i was a little late on my wish all right on that we'll, one. we'll we'll name him the best runner-up of the all the jaguars today <laughs> fantasy leagues <laughs> this year how about that so it. all right Cam. you guys have a great weekend likewise Bye, brother Cam. there he goes yeah, out man. the door i, I didn't uh, give uh cristiano his his credit he won one of the jaguars today leagues mm-hmm. he visited us uh, in studio right. tom mcmanus is here as well yeah, so we won you know, I know. Did I we know win? you did win, and that's the reason this got brought up. Like Satchel, who was runner-up to you, right. was the Jags nominee oh, right. or fan right. of the yeah, year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, in my head, like I knew you guys had won a league, but I thought he had as well because yeah. I knew Cristiano won one. I knew you guys won one, but it it turned out he was the runner-up to you. So I had okay. misspoken on that. Your cohort here nice. called in what immediately cool to name. correct the record. Satchel, Satchel, like Satchel Page. You know what uh, Satchel Page's famous quote? Well, he was. Yeah. His famous quote? No. Don't look back. Somebody might be gaining on you. Mm -hmm. That was his uh, quote. Ain't that the truth. Good good, uh, advice for life. Keep your head on a swivel. Yeah. Satchel Page pitched in the majors when he was in his 50s. Yeah. Oh, really? He was in his 50s? Because he played in the Negro Leagues through the the height of his career. Cool name. Yeah. Satchel. 
Satchel Page. Like it. All right, uh, halfway home here on Jaguars right, today. Man, so uh, keep it coming. Six four one ten ten. Make sure you vote if you haven't already. Your best bet for Super Bowl Fifty Eight. We'll look at some of the matchups coming up in hour number two in that one as well. Tom McManus in studio with us. You're listening to Jaguars today on ten ten XL and ninety two point five FM. Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. All right, here we go. Hour 2, Super Bowl 58 coming up this weekend. Going to feature your Offensive Player of the Year, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, going up again, as we suspected that'd be the case. Yeah, um, great. Tyreek Hill, had he not yeah. kind of faded down the stretch. If he had hit the 2,000, I think he oh, would have yeah. been uh, so too. the Player of the Year. Yeah. But, McCaffrey's tough, man. Inside, outside, take it to the house. Fantastic. Passing, all no, of it. Do a little everything. And literally, Pat, like he can throw it. But yeah. he, he's an yeah. excellent receiver. Yep. They say he's a good enough route runner that you could just make him a slot receiver. And Oh, wow. You know, he's not just a guy who swings out of the backfield. And yep. Like Fournette caught a bunch of balls. And that was kind yeah. of Fournette's thing. He'd right. just swing out. He'd loop out. He had a decent set of hands. Yep. But he wasn't going to break anybody's ankles running routes. No, right. You know, McCaffrey can. He can. Who do you think? Who Who do you think has a bigger night, Pacheco or McCaffrey? I think it's got to be McCaffrey, but I do like like some of the Pacheco prop Pacheco. bets out there. Uh, Pacheco's uh, the rushing prop for him is sixty seven and a half yards. Probably my favorite prop in the whole game. Ooh. David Montgomery ran it right at him. Yeah, for six point two yards a carry. And I think that's Green what is going to try to do. Green Bay did run it. Aaron Jones had a really big game big, big. running the ball. Yeah. And I think that's the way they're going to try to attack. Look, obviously, you're going to want to go to Kelsey and Rasheed Rice and, and those guys. But I, I do. I think it's a bit. I think 20 carries for yeah. Isaiah Pacheco, unless yeah. there's a circumstance where San Fran is able yeah. to jump all over him early on, you know, and I take him out watching, of it. Uh, I really focused for quite a bit of the game against Baltimore on their right guard. Trey uh, Smith, I think, number 65. Mm-hmm. He was wearing out the Baltimore Raven linebackers. I mean, he was he was mauling them, throwing them to the ground. I kept watching him because I was like, gosh, dang, I wish, I wish our guards would play like that. He was such an animal getting after it. Uh, um, but both old lines are good now. Don't get me wrong. They're both very yeah, good. Yeah, Trey Smith and, and keep my, they played without Joe Tooney. No, I know. He might not play, too. I, I'm thinking pack. he doesn't because they keep saying there's a chance. There's a chance. I think they're trying to keep that uncertainty out there. I mm-hmm. saw the replay of him going down on that injury. I mean, it, it dropped him to his knees. I don't know. You've, I've I've had slight terror. Pack injury, pack. yeah. It, it, I mean, it, it, it takes forever to heal, and you do. Like, it's so painful, you have no strength. Like, so I would – I'm sure it's healed a little bit for him, so can he, you know, have enough strength? But I don't know, man. Went to college with a guy who had no pec muscles on one side of his chest. No, no kidding, yeah. yeah. Great athlete. Yeah. Great athlete. Yeah. And, you know, in great shape, but, you know, you look and kind of like half his chest kind of just sagged. It right. was weird, right? Yeah, right. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, that it's going to be a physical game, man. I, I'm looking forward to watching this game. Who is – the biggest offensive wild card for either team. Because you got, like, you know who the key players are. You got Debo, Ayuk, Kittle, McCaffrey. I'm not yeah. talking about the quarterbacks, right? So on San Fran, you got Kelsey, Rice, Pacheco. So is it Juwan Jennings? Is it MVS? No, that 84, Watson. 
What you think Watson? The Justin tight end Watson will have a couple couple plays. I think for Kate, if I'm Kate, if I'm Spagnola, I think I want to take Debo out and let the others beat me. I think because if Debo gets going and the others beat, like Debo can be that real bad dagger. You know, he makes those big plays. You know what I mean? I I, I don't know. I feel like, and Spagnola is a great D coordinator. Him and Shanahan are going to go at it. You know, chess match, but. I can't because you know I don't th- I think McCaffrey's going to get you know he's going to be what he is you know what I mean Purdy you got to you got to get what after. is what he is he, I mean he's me, going to be productive McCaffrey's like 130 yards and a touchdown that's like that's what I'm anticipating and yeah. he could go over that he could I don't could think have he's two gonna, touchdowns a, a, easily yeah easily I don't think he's going to go much under that though yeah because uh, he's going to be so involved in every aspect of yep. the game Watson's a wide receiver he looks like a tight end yeah he's big he's six yep. three. 215. I think Kadarius Tony could be that, but here's the thing. Kadarius Tony could be that, and he could also be inactive. Right. He could be, he scored. That's last a wild year. card, though. He scored no, in the know, Super Bowl. I know. You know? He's, and he's not someone you can count on. I'm not saying you can't, no, you can't, you can't count on Watson. You can't count That's on MVS. the term wild card. Exactly. <laughs> right. I mean, seriously, no, like I know. somebody I like that could be used check mm-hmm. of, of San Francisco. Yeah. I could like definitely that. see that. Yeah. Um, you know, Shanahan likes to get crafty. Yeah. Yeah. With his stuff, like yeah. if I was going to choose one for each side, it would it would be Watson and Ushchek. Like those would be the two guys I would choose yeah. because I think at least those two guys are going to be given a chance to make a play. Yeah. At some point in the game, each of those guys yeah. is going to be given a Good chance point. to at least make a play. Yeah. At some point in this game, I don't think that they'll get a whole lot more than that one chance necessarily, but I right. think they'll both yeah. be given a chance. To I do feel it. like MVS has kind of moved back ahead of Watson in that category down Some the stretch degree, yeah. here, right? Like early in the season, Watson was getting more involved. Yeah. And, and I think MBS that has as much to do with Rice becoming more the guy. Maybe so. Right, in their past game as much as anything, that they kind of use him more than they were. I think he's doing the things that they were asking Watson to do early in the year uh, in their offense, so his opportunities yep. have shrunk. How about Lake Bell for a touchdown? Is he still on case? Lake Bell? The yeah. Belldozer? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was a Jaguar, wasn't he? Like yeah. Yeah. yeah, third stringer right now. Maybe, uh, maybe Blake Bell from Blaine Gabbert. Oh, 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 now you're talking, bro. Mm-hmm. He's the, the guy. You want to see me switch the, my rooting yeah. allegiance so quick? <laughs> let Mahomes get hurt in this game. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> and yeah. I will not be rooting for Blaine to lead him to yeah. a Super Bowl championship. I mean, he'll he's gonna get. I, I honestly, I'm that guy. Like, unless it's a guy that, like, if Freddie T had gone and won. A ring in New England. I wouldn't begrudge Fred Taylor. No, you know, like he was no, great, right, and right. and he was you know treated with the respect of Wayne Weaver and the whole contingent went to his yeah, house and explained yeah. to him how it was going to yeah. go down. But I don't want Juwan Taylor to get a ring. No, right. You know what I mean. But at the same time, I it's, I, I am pulling for Kansas City. Barch gets. I don't want him to get a ring either. I don't because and then Jordan Smith is on. Yep. KC. Yep. Wow. Good for him. Yep. But uh, so there, there's always a few connections yeah. out there, unfortunately. Yeah. And, you know, that's the thing. I mean, there's only 58. There'll be 58 winners, you know. Right. And I don't really have anything like against Jawan Taylor personally. Yeah. Chris yeah. Conley's still going for the 49ers. That's right. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> Got a bunch of guys. He, he actually made, didn't he make a catch or two he in did. the postseason this year? Yeah, he had the catch for a first down late and a half. Against a couple weeks Green ago. Bay, yeah. I think, yep. right? Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, let's take a timeout. We'll come back to yeah, look at some more of these breakdowns. Who's got? Uh, why is Kansas City's defense playing so well when San Fran's got the better reputation coming into the season? KC seems to be the the unit that's hot. 
right now. Let's get into that side of the football as well for the Super Bowl 58 matchup again. Uh, so, oh, you know what? I haven't mentioned it today. I probably didn't mention it yesterday, but I put it out there a bunch. The Jag Bag Contest for the Super Bowl. Oh. Let me take a moment to oh, explain. Yeah. Uh, I did get, I found, uh, kicking around the house, McManus has got to have something, by the way. You've got to have some old piece of memorabilia that you could donate to the Jag Bag this okay. year. I'll let you think about it. Yeah, Doesn't yeah, have to yeah. be anything worth Like a picture? Anything. Could be Headshot? Anything. Uh, whatever, whatever. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, I can find, I got some. I was looking around my little workroom and I had this old McFarlane action figure yeah. of Byron Leftwich. Oh. And I come to think of it, when the Super Bowl was here in Jacksonville, Todd McFarlane came through back then. Okay. And I remember him going, like he went around and he had a, a guy with him that had like a cart and they had all these action figures and he's oh he goes you're the jacksonville market okay you're the home market and i got a, a fred taylor and a byron left which he gave me at the time we've i've since given away the fred taylor yeah. over the years so i'm gonna throw the the left witch okay. action figure sure. i got a, a leonard fournette pop funko i got some jaguar commemorative uh soda bottles from the 90s okay. you know commemorating different yep. historical yep. landmarks and anyway you need to email mike d at 1010xl.com with a handful of things. One in the subject line, something about Super Bowl contests, jag bag, whatever. Uh, in the body of the email, uh, predict A, who's going to win the game, which team, KC or San Fran. If you get that right, we move on to number two. Number two is just a prediction of something that's going to happen in the game. Yep. Everybody who gets both of their predictions right, we then, the panel will vote on which of the second prediction was least likely to come true. And you'll be the winner. So you got to get that prediction right, but you also want it to be unique enough that it could stand out. So that's the challenge. And uh, just make sure you include your contact info, including your phone number in there. And that's it. Just email Mike nice. D at 1010XL.com and you'll be eligible to win uh, the Jag Bag contest Beautiful. this week. That's a good little grab bag. Yeah, it's not bad. I'll try to find And a McManus picture. I'll maybe. throw something in there. Yeah, something from something. Tommy Mac. All right. Maybe a. Maybe yeah. a uh, a free drink coupon for the next set from the dad bods. Ooh, we're playing like tomorrow. That. Are you? Yeah, we're playing an outdoor uh, gig tomorrow in Fleming Island. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's uh, Code Ninjas, which is a coding school. It's their third anniversary, and they, okay. have, they have this big shindig out in the parking lot. They had over 1,000 people last year. Nice. So we're What's the, the biggest crowd you played in front of? This would be. This will be it? Yeah. Um, last gig, last two gigs were pretty good, like a couple hundred. Okay. Yeah. We're 150, 200. Yeah, about a couple hundred at Colhane's last time. Dad bods. This is open to the public, or is this like I think so. private it's, affair? They they uh, they they uh, block off the entire parking lot. Um, it's in like a strip center mall. There's okay. another uh, karate place that they're they're having their anniversary too, so they call it the Ninja Fest. And the dad bods take the stage around noontime. So. Dad bods at Ninja Fest. <laughs> Ninja Fest 24 featuring the dad bods. Exactly. I love it, man. That sounded really good. Not bad, music. right? I'll I be like your guy. That. I'll yeah. be your hype man. Uh, we need t-shirts, concert well, tees. We do, right? Man. So I we can do. put one in a drawer and pull it out in 25 years and it'll be vintage. <laughs> exactly. <It'll be> awesome. <laughs> right? Our grandkids will be all. Put, throw that in a grab bag 25 years from 25 now. 25 years from now, the jag yeah. bag will have some dad bods. <laughs> quarter century old memorabilia. Oh, I hope yeah. we make his. I won't be, be here, yeah. but, but yeah, somebody will. You never know. Will. You never know. Uh, well, I hopefully I'll be walking the earth. But oh, right, right, I'm right. going to guess I won't be here <laughs> on, the radio. on the radio. You never know. You never know. All right, uh, we'll come back. Let's look at these two teams' defenses that are getting set to take the field on Sunday. This is Jaguars Today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. 
number 55. Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. All right, Tommy Mack in the house. Dad bots on the streets tomorrow. Ninja Fest 2024. That's right. The, the headliner. The inaugural Ninja Fest. Actually, it's third year yeah. Ninja Fest, but we third are annual Ninja third Fest. annual Ninja Fest. Yeah. It just used to be called Ninja Gathering. Now it's Ninja Fest. It's like the Super right. Bowl. You know, well, when you get a thousand people, I think you can call it a fest. Mm-hmm. I think it's very festive. I think it's festive. I'm going to take some video. Hopefully, I don't think a thousand people are going to be standing around it, us. So this daylight concert, daylight twelve to noon. I'm done at noon. I mean, I'm done at two. Twelve to noon. It's going to be fast. <laughs> we're, going, we're either going 12 hours, song and we're out of here. 24 hours. Yeah. I don't know what we're doing, man. Thanks, everybody. Hey, we're here. Hey, we're the dad. Enjoy boss. the ninja. Thank you and good night. <laughs> Enjoy the ninja. Have a great ninja fest. All right, uh, let's get Darren up here. Uh, we're going to go around the league. Let's get into these uh, two teams' respective defenses for Super Bowl 58 a little bit. Then yep. who are some of the players to keep our eye on this weekend? Uh, Darren in Orange Park next up on Jaguars today. Good morning, Darren. Hey guys, good morning. Uh, just had a thought last night while watching the uh, the awards show with the NFL. Just thought of uh, I've always been in marketing and sales my whole entire life, and I was sitting there thinking, I was like, wow, when they brought out the the contestants or or the winners that go into the Hall of Fame, the inductees. I'm sorry. Uh, what a great idea would have been to have all 15 of the finalists. And and then that would expose them to the rest of the NFL and all the people that are watching it uh, to give them a, like a 30-second or 45-second blip of each one introdu- introdu- introducing all 15 of them. And then you select, and then they come out and say, these are this year's winners or this year's inductees. And I just thought it'd be a great way of, uh, you know, getting some public publicity on all the all the rest of them. I want to get you guys' thoughts. That's all. All right. Appreciate it. Well, the thing is, they don't. That has no influence on the voting. At all. No. Right. I mean, it's all the writers. All right, so you got to convince the writers. It's not like the Pro Bowl where you're, right. you're requiring no fans fan. in Montana to vote for Fred right. Taylor. Right. It would be a nice gesture, though. I could see that. Kind of cool. But then, hey, you 10, get out of here. Hey, right. You, you 10, <laughs> let's, spend, let's spend five Exit full minutes left. on the 10 guys who are not going to the There's whole thing. in the back. You know, it's it, – I, I, I don't know. But um, it does have no – it has no bearing on the voting. So I, I understand right. what you're trying to yeah. say, but it, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't just. Af- it's wouldn't the first time it. they've even done it like that, right? Like How the they last, do it because I, anyway, honestly, the last I was on the air. You at can that remember, point. like Bruce announced Tony, right? Like they would have a Hall of Famer announcing right. a new Hall of Famer. That's mm. the way they'd done it the last couple of years, and then they were obviously in the building. The guys who were going in knew that they had been elected. Right. It just wasn't made public until it was announced. So Bruce is announcing it, right? And it's like when it came up, it was like, oh my gosh, he's going to have to say Tony's name. After all the media and stuff that had been going, he's going to have to be the one that says Tony's going into the hall. It was awesome mm-hmm. to watch yeah. that kind of moment. But last night's the first time I can remember them ever just saying, here they are. They rise out of the floor. Now, they were in the shadows, so you couldn't see faces yet on the guys. They would walk up as they were, this is, you know, Julius Peppers. And he'd yeah. walk up, and they'd do a little bio for him, and then they'd do the next one. They went through all seven guys. But uh, at least the last couple of years, they had had a Hall of Famer announce a Hall yeah, of right. Famer. So when every list I see has Peppers at the top, right, does this mean that he got the biggest share Most of the votes? votes? I don't know. Like, because they're not – in the way I saw them listed, on every story, yeah. they're not alphabetically listed. Yep. Right? So it would jump around Peppers, obviously, behind Hester, for instance. And I don't know if they're yeah. just trying to lead off with Peppers, but it was – Do they never – 
do they announce? The I don't think the they, that's what I'm saying. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't yeah. recall them ever is saying it, this is exactly how it went. He's at the top of the list because he's first ballot. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, special I, player, man. Jeez. Or or is it just kind of like here the Hall of Famer? Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. I really don't know the answer to that. So I didn't realize that that's how they did it last night. Um, yeah, I had it on. It's my setup's a weird one when I'm on yeah. the air because the TV's behind me. Oh, right. So I actually uh, I had some of my producers watching my TV through the Zoom at times, and they okay. react to stuff, and I'll turn around like, what's yeah. going on? Mm-hmm. You need to place a little mirror there so you can see the TV. Or I could just turn my head. You know, <laughs> I could do that. Turn the but whole thing around. I do, like, like, I can actually see myself in the Zoom, but it's all reversed. Right. So whatever. It's yeah. fine. It's a... Uh, it's okay. You watch it back. Uh, I, it's like the point being, the volume's off. I don't like. I'll see it on Twitter almost as fast as I see it. Right. Actually, I don't need to see Julius Peppers walk out on stage. Yeah. Now right. Freddie is announced. I'm going to be well, of course, turning right. around. Go, yeah. oh my god, let me see. And, yeah. Look, I'll be honest. I don't watch NFL honors unless I'm waiting to see if a Jaguars player is going into the hall. Right. That's the only reason Ta- I watch. Never. Yeah, I I've watch. never sat down to watch it. Right, like uh, when it started last night, and I saw it's going to be on nine to eleven. I was like, "Please don't let this be the last thing they right. do." No, right. And they did it halfway through. I was like, "Thank goodness." Right, and when then they, they did Lamar. Was he basically the last one? And then yeah, man he was of the at year the, end of the night. Yeah. yeah, like all I didn't see MVP. I didn't see Peyton Manning of the Peyton or uh, Walter Peyton Man of the Year. I didn't see those two awards, and there may have been one more that I missed. Right, comeback I, player of the year. I think was third to last. Yeah, something like, like that. I saw the first half of the show, and I was so happy at ten o'clock. Yep. When they went to Eisen and Gonzalez were like, now to announce the Hall of Fame class. I was like, yes, I can go to bed. Honestly, uh, quite frankly, unless you're a fan of the Browns or or one of the teams that has somebody in there, do you care if Kevin Stefanski is the coach of the year? Who cares? No, right. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, we would care. If hey, Doug Peterson, right. don't get me wrong. Right? Right. We'd be like, hey, that's right. Super Bowl champion Jaguars, coach of the year, blah, right. blah, blah. I was watching on Twitter last year to see when they're going to announce the coach of the year. Like, because Peterson was up for it. Right. I was like, okay. All right, when's right. this? Okay, if it's your guy. You're, okay. you're interested, but I'm not yeah. watching the two hours of the show to see what's going to happen with the coach of the year, the Hall of Fame. I didn't know when they were going to announce it. I wanted to be watching right. if Fred was going to be announced as a Hall of Famer, so I stuck around till ten fifteen. Yeah, the was, morning after for me, I get the same out of it as if I watch it live, unless it was Fred. I, I'm a hundred percent with yeah, you, yeah, I mean, right? Like, unless you have a person, like, what difference does it make? Yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. see the results cool. and, and it'll be fine. I said, um, oh, Joe Flacco. And it may be different. Cool. Like, if Who Trevor's would... <laughs> ever a favorite to win MVP one well, oh, sure. year, you know, yeah. I'll be watching. Yeah. Now sure. I know it's going to be at the end of the show, so I'll turn it on at 1045. Yeah. It would have been nice for Josh Allen to get a single vote for defensive player. Yeah, yeah it was kind of Like, uh, anything. ETN yeah. got a vote for offensive player of the year. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Yeah, Josh should have got at least a vote. I mean, like, uh, it's nice for ETN. Josh is way more deserving to get consideration than Travis Etienne was. Josh was, listen, he was disruptive pretty much all year long, including the sacks. You know what I mean? Like, against the run, pressure, you know, in the face, hits, and then the sacks on top of that. Mm -hmm. You know, he was, he didn't disappear, I'll tell you that much. He did not disappear. uh, Assistant coach was Jim Schwartz. I don't know. Uh, I think it was Jim geez, Schwartz. Now you're losing the assistant. I think that was like the first one they announced, or one of the very first ones they announced. It was announced, announced okay. off stage. Right, oh, right, yeah, exactly. It wasn't even it was part like, of the show. Right, it wasn't part yeah. of the show, but I thought it would be either um, Ben Johnson or Bobby Slowick. Mm-hmm. Because yep. they, they seemed to be the hot – they were hot the guys hot, in the right. coaching circles. Right. And, you know, you got Stroud winning Offensive Rookie of the Year and yeah. – uh, all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. good, good year for the Texans. Good draft. Yeah, good draft. Good draft. That's yep. for sure. All right. Uh, speaking of uh, all those other 
terrible teams that we don't like around these parts. That's right. Let's go around the National Football League. Now, Gems Around the NFL, brought to you by Beaches Jewelry and Pawn in Jack's Beach. The 2024 Hall of Fame class was announced with Julius Peppers, Dwight Freeney, Randy Gratishar, Devin Hester, Andre Johnson, Steve McMichael, and Patrick Willis heading to Canton. Baltimore quarterback Lamar Jackson won league MVP for the second time last night in just his sixth season. It's all good. We took Taven Bryan. We're yeah. fine, right? Jackson <laughs> is the fifth player to win two MVPs in his first six years, joining Jim Brown, Kurt Warner, Brett Favre, and Patrick Mahomes on that list. San Francisco running back Christian McCaffrey won Offensive Player of the Year. Cleveland defensive end Miles Garrett won Defensive Player of the Year. Houston quarterback C.J. Stroud and defensive end Will Anderson Jr. won Offensive and Defensive Rookies of the Year. Cleveland head coach Kevin Stefanski won Coach of the Year. Browns quarterback Joe Flacco won Comeback Player of the Year. And Pittsburgh defensive end Cameron Hayward won the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. NFLPA Director Vance House said on Wednesday that 92% of players want to play on grass as opposed to artificial turf. Howe also pointed out the certain hypocrisy of the NFL with NFL stadiums announcing plans to put in grass fields to host World Cup matches in 2026 and then reverting back to turf fields for NFL games. House said that that the date, the data that they've collected shows injuries occurring at a slower rate on grass fields as opposed to artificial turf. And the Baltimore Banner has reported that Ravens wide receiver Zay Flowers is under investigation by police in Baltimore County for an alleged domestic assault that allegedly occurred in the Owings Mills area on January 21st. Flowers has not been charged with anything at this time. No, he hasn't. Um, yeah, boy. Uh, they found out about that apparently a week before mm-hmm. the AFC Championship Do we know anything game. about it? Like, No, I, I no don't No details. Really Police report hadn't even been released yet from what I understand. Yeah, but it, is it involving a, a woman or one of his siblings? He's Domestic, got like 14 don't know. siblings. Yeah. 13. Yeah, I, don't, I really don't know the details of it. What if he was, you know, whooping their ass for getting out of line or something? Who knows? If yeah. Lamar Jackson retired today, is he a Hall of Famer? Eventually. I think he would be. Right? Yeah. I mean, you win two MVPs. MVP is huge, man. In six years. Yeah. And he was just, yeah. a, I wouldn't say a completely unique player, but for this yeah. era, the Game best at, at how he, his yeah. style of play, combining passing and running prowess. Yeah. And look, you know, you, you can, the, the championship game, they, they had chances to win that game. He didn't play his best, but he played well he enough have, to where they could have. A, a, an exactly win. stellar postseason record. Yeah. You look at the list of players with multiple MVPs that he joins. Montana, Young, Kurt Warner, Patrick Mahomes, Johnny Unitas, Jim Brown, Brett Favre, Tom Brady, Rogers, Manning. That's the whole list. Yeah, that's what – listening to the guys who had just won in their first six years, I'm like, yeah, all Hall of Famers. Yeah. Uh, All those quarterbacks have won a Super Bowl, though, I think, didn't they? True. They did. I mean, true. Warner Brown did. Warner did it. You know? Yeah. That's that's a good point. But two two league MVPs, man. I know. I'm not – Stop. I, I think he's great, but he'll be a Hall of Famer. I mean, of course, Dale Murphy's like, hey, what about me? Right. It's like, I Wrong don't think. Sport, Dale. Right. I don't think Cam Newton's a Hall of Famer. He's a time MVP. Famer. He's not an MVP. Really? Dale Murphy's right. not a Hall of Famer? No. Okay. Um, yeah. Non-deserving either. Sidetrack. Tommy. <laughs> Very undeserving. Now he's trying to poke me. Yeah. Uh, he's great. He was great. Uh, Maybe he should have hit 400 home yeah, runs. Yeah. Instead of 399. Dale Murphy was great. But, like, Cam Newton's not a Hall of Famer in my mind. He's got no. an MVP, but no. I think two no, is a different too. kind of story. He's yeah. also gotten his team further than Lamar has yes, he in the has. postseason. I, I, yeah. His MVP. I'd have to look at Cam's Bowl, yeah. no, body yeah. of work before I could just 
dismiss him as not a, yeah, a Hall of Famer. Quick. Matt Ryan damn. might be an MVP if they hadn't lost that game. Like, he might be a Hall he of Famer if they didn't lose that game. Right, and isn't that crazy? Because he helped them build a 28-3 lead. He didn't blow that lead. Yeah. You know, he didn't He didn't call some of those crazy plays. And he did win a league MVP. That yeah. year. He might. Yeah. He's probably, you know, he's kind of Hall very, very good guy. Yeah. I think. Uh, let's take a quick peek at these defenses, right? Um, who is the guy, Tom, uh, other than Nick Bosa? That you say that's the one I'm concerning myself the most with. Is it Fred Warner? Is it one of the guys in the secondary who who for San Francisco? I'd go Fred Warner. Yeah, and Greenlaw, both of them together. Fred Greenlaw. I, I'm I'm keeping my eye on both of those guys. They they can be a menace. I think you'd have to throw a vote at Young on the other side. Uh Russian. Uh Eric Armstead should get a vote because mm-hmm. he's a beast inside. Javon Hargrave. Hargrave. That, they got they've got names. They got some players, that's man. for sure. Yeah. It just feels like they're not playing up to because you can run on them. I mean, it's been shown right. Detroit. I mean, they which you know, is surprising, right? I like, I mean, with those guys with Armstead and Hargrave in the middle, right? And Warner and Greenlaw coming up behind them, right? It's it's kind of odd, but they were physically yeah. overpowered. Detroit's got a really good old line too. They now. do, they do. But Casey's got a pretty good old right. But if Tooney doesn't play, that's not no as yeah. good. Yeah. Um, if you could have Bosa or any of those guys or Chris. Jones, who you taking? Now, out of all the talent on defense, Chris Jones would be my number one pick. Out of both teams, mm-hmm. without a doubt. A bo- Just impacts in more ways. He can go anywhere. And I'm sure yeah. Boza can too, but he does it. He disrupts. He, you, if you don't block him, you're screwed. You know who's been really good this first couple of years? George Karloftis. Just kind he of has. Quietly, yeah, Purdue, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. putting up uh, pretty good. Yep. Numbers. It helps. I've heard throughout the week, and I think it's going to be the way that it likely plays out, is that they're going to put Jones on top of Trent Williams on running downs because he is the better, more impactful run defender. And then on passing downs, they're going to flip flip sides, put him going up against the right side, as opposed to Trent. When they need to get to the quarterback, I think that's going to be Karloft is having to deal with that most of the time. But I think when it's pass rush time, they're going to try to get the matchup for Chris Jones a little bit more. And I do think from San Francisco's side, we've seen Kansas City lose the Super Bowl, and that's because Mahomes was getting harassed from the jump. Like, that's the thing. Like, and we've seen enough of – Brady and these level of quarterbacks when they get to the game who are expected to win basically every time they step on the field. The thing that gets in the way is they get hit. Oh, yeah. Right? So it does feel to me like Chase Young, who they brought in halfway through the year, Bosa's a good enough player that I think you're going to get where you're going to get out of Bosa. But it does feel to me like the wild card defensively for San Francisco is do they get impact from Chase Young on the other side of Bosa because if they do – I think they have a really good chance to win if they can harass Mahomes from both sides yeah. in this game. But if they can't, then you're just going to see Mahomes doing the Mahomes magic thing that he does. If he yeah. can just run away from Bosa and that's all he needs to do, right. they'll be fine. Right. But but flip it around. Like, so take the two QBs. Say they both get harassed. Mm-hmm. Mahomes going to have a better outing. Purdy's going to crumble. Yeah. It's just it's going to be tough if he doesn't have time to throw. In my opinion. Nothing. If Mahomes is healthy, Mahomes can make magic happen. If Mahomes is healthy, there is a zero point and put all the zeros after it. You want percent chance that he's not opening as the Chiefs quarterback. I don't feel that way about Purdy. Still, I think if Purdy plays like he did in the first half against Detroit, and at times the way he played against Green Bay. Now I'm not saying he will, but if he does, 
this is a team that the reason they moved on from Garoppolo yeah. is not because he couldn't get him to the playoffs or get him deep in the playoffs. Uh, couldn't win the, the big one. Right. And I, I mean, I really think the uh, if Detroit had gone on to dominate the way they did in the first half, yep. I think the the second biggest question behind what will the Bears do with their quarterback position because they have the number one pick and sure. we all understand that would be. Will the Niners move on from Brock Purdy this right. offseason? I really believe that. And, you know, Denny Thompson probably doesn't want to hear that. But, I mean, they they already said they tried to lure Brady out of retirement right. to come play. And I get it. Brady is Brady. But yep. they were looking for another alternative to this guy. Yep. And he played fantastically this year. But yep. their their whole thing is not, can we get into the postseason, can we advance in the postseason? Is, is, are we getting another ring or not? Right. Period. Well, and I think for a Brock Purdy type, you know, I know everyone gives him grief. You know, he's not a lead. He's just a game manager. But his job's to run Shanahan's offense efficiently. If sure. he does that, they're going to win the game. If, if, if Mahomes, if, he's you, not if you switch the quarterbacks in these two teams, what do you think the betting line would be? Oh, holy oh, cow. Yeah, Ten? Yeah. 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 At least, yeah. right? You wouldn't be able to stop. Unless Chris Jones get Chris Jones can wreck your day. Understood, but he I mean, what, what do you think the, the, the Vegas guy? Like, no, I know San Fran's a two-point favorite right now, right, if, right. but if Mahomes, if he's a switch quarterback, 14? No, right. You know? Yeah, fair. fair. Um, yep. All right. Uh, we'll although Andy Reid knows how to use quarterbacks, too, although he's got a special one, but. You know, again, it's... Oh, there's no doubt. I'm not saying Brock Purdy's chop liver. I'm just saying, I look, it's not me. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan no, invested, yeah. like, three firsts and a second to go get Trey Lance and then and traded missed. him off for a fourth because we missed right. and we're, we're going to move on. Now, you don't have that kind of investment. I'm not saying Brock Purdy would be out of the league. It's crazy, the value he presents right. with the salary he makes. But think if they don't draft or don't have him on a team, are they still with Lance trying to work it out? Or are they looking for somebody else? Or, you, do you know coming into this postseason... That Purdy and Garoppolo's regular season record with the Niners, seventeen and five, both of them. Ooh, exactly. Interesting. The same. Yeah. Exactly the same. Yeah. I like. Yeah. I like. Look. I like. I like. Obviously, I like Mahomes too. But I, I like Purdy, man. He's. I, I like him. I. I, I mean, I, I'm picking KC, but I just want it to be a great game. If he comes out having a great game, I'll. I'll. You know, shower him with great. Absolutely. Great right. Stuff. I'm just. Say, I, I'm not saying I expect it to go this way. I'm just saying if it did go, like Mahomes could. Go 0 for 40. Yeah. So he's Patrick Mahomes. He's going to be the Kansas City. You're going to go, man, it was the craziest whatever. Mahomes is the guy. There's no – he's the, no, I know. considered the best player in football, no matter what he does on Sunday. Well, the thing – I guess if you, if you harass Mahomes, mm-hmm. it'll affect him, but he's still going to make plays. Sure. Yeah. You saw earlier in the year when Purdy was harassed. He saw he, this last game. He just – he couldn't. Yeah. Even the last game. He, yeah. He can't function. Saw it against Green Bay. He's it's lucky. Hard. Green Bay drops him. Yeah. True interceptions. Yeah, yeah there's a right. reason Mahomes is in a class by himself totally. right now. Like totally. it's that kind of thing. He's totally. got everything you could possibly want. All right, let's come back and uh, give our score predictions for right. Super Bowl Fifty Eight and our best bets as well. Your Chad and Sandy real estate question of the day: Is it KC plus two, San Fran minus two, the over or the under on the forty-seven and a half point total for this game? Some pretty close voting on this up to this point. Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, Tom McManus, Dylan Denmark. This is Jaguars Today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. He's number 55. Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. All right, let's get into it. Super Bowl 58 official predictions. Uh, You can vote for your best bet. 
for the Super Bowl. And based on this, I think most people are going to lean towards Kansas City in our audience, although this skews it a little bit. KC plus two, they could technically lose a, a one-point game, and, mm-hmm. and you'd still win the bet or yep. get a push uh, on a two-point loss. But KC plus two, San Fran minus two, the over or under. If you could pick one of those, the total is 47 and a half. Uh, we'll give our score predictions here in a second. Why don't we fire up today's 10-10 take, Pockets? 10-10-10. take. Now, Mike Dempsey's 10-10 take. Brought to you by Leonard Truck Accessories. All right, uh, I got Chiefs 26-23. Okay. Okay. Is that your score? Uh, close enough. Close oh, enough. Wow. Well, yeah. I, I know, like, probably the most popular selection is 27-24. I think uh, okay. I, I saw among people predicting the Super Bowl. This was at, like, a major site. Yep. Out of all, I think... Uh, it's it's honestly shocking to me how overwhelmingly people are picking Kansas City in this game. Yeah. It's like 80% at ESPN, yeah. something like yeah. that, right? Um, so I got him winning the close one. Um, I, I, that does hit the over on that total, but not yeah. by a ton. I'd probably take the KC plus two as my best bet. Okay. I, I just hate betting unders, even though I could see this being a 20 to 17 type game. Because the under is so dangerous, you yeah. know, like all it takes is is a fluke punt return or whatever to to right. blow that for you. Uh, right now, Kansas City plus two pulling thirty seven point eight percent. The under at twenty four point nine percent. The over at twenty three point eight percent. So evenly split. And yeah. the, people think this is the best bet out there. So a quarter of the people think it's playing the under. A quarter think it's playing the over. And only thirteen point five think San Fran minus two is uh, the best bet. I, I I don't honestly know who Tony's taking. I know you're taking KC, Tom, so give yeah. us your score. 31-28, I'm taking the over. Okay, you're taking – so over would be your best bet, you think? Yep. Okay. Taking the over. 31-28, Kansas City. Who's the MVP? Uh, Mahomes. I think it's likely – like, if I had – if my life depended on it, I'd pick Mahomes. If I'm betting it, I'm betting Pacheco. Because the odds – It's better. It's be. plus 3,000. It's 30-1. to 1. Ooh. Bet a hundred bucks on Pacheco, win three grand, right? You know, or Ooh. bet ten bucks and right. win three hundred bucks. You know, right, and, right. and odds are Mahomes would win it because it's usually quarterback. But I, I do think this is set up for Casey to maybe get a lead to grind the clock a little bit because yeah. they don't have the firepower right. of San Fran. Tony, what do you got? Uh, Kansas City twenty-seven twenty-three. All right, no, just had twenty-seven twenty-four. I, I, yeah. 27, 24. <laughs> yeah. I was like. Tony's on damn prices right over no. here. Yeah. I will bet one dollar more than you. Yeah, yeah. twenty seven, twenty three. All right. Well, I went with twenty six honestly because I figured not many people. Would I take I that. hate. I don't gamble, generally speaking. So it's not yeah. like it really matters what my preference is with gambling. But I don't like touching totals, like at all. Okay. Like uh. I'm just like no, no, no. I don't yeah. need over. I don't need under. But if I was gonna look at this and rank it like the order of my confidence. In the results, I would go Kansas City plus two over 47 and a half. San Francisco minus two under would be my order of confidence uh, for how I would. That bet seems this. reasonable. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. I I think with, again, 47 and a half, not an incredibly high total, but no. look at KC Baltimore, right? I mean, right. they didn't come near right. hitting that total. Oh, no, yeah. No, right. Pockets, what do you got? I got the Chiefs uh, 20 to 13. And uh, 13's a big thing because if you look at it, Super Bowl 58 was 5 plus 8. Oh, here we go. Here 13. we go. All right. Come on. Same what as, else? What same else as, you got, same Taylor? As, same as Taylor Swift's album, uh-huh. 13. 13. That's her favorite number. The, the day of the Super Bowl, February 11th, 2 plus 11, that's 13. 
Mm-hmm. They're playing. Well, that well, yes, two plus eleven is thirteen. Yes, the Forty ers If they had played it on the ninth, four plus nine would also be thirteen. Yes, Ooh. you got okay. that. And then All you right. got the Forty ers They're one seed. The Chiefs are a three seed. That's thirteen. Do you know how long the flight is from Tokyo to Vegas? Thirteen hours. It's thirteen hours. Yeah. Well, then and then I this don't... will be also. This will be Taylor Swift's thirteenth game that she'll be at yeah. this year. I don't know how you make the argument that she's pulling for Kansas City if Brock Purdy's wearing thirteen. I know that's that's another thing too. Ooh. Yeah. That might be the <clears throat> the ghost that crushes all that mysticism. So pockets, that's a low total. That I know you're you're leaning into conspiracy one hundred and one over <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, that was conspiracy. But yeah, I like the Chiefs to win. You do. I a, think it's a low scoring game too. What's your favorite bet? Chiefs plus two. Okay, so we all like Chiefs plus two. It seemed like maybe that was such a low score you'd go under on that. I'll be honest with you, I I am in part rooting for Kansas City. Simply for all the people who think that there is some kind of conspiracy involving Taylor Swift, so they can all lose their minds. I honestly am. I, 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 oh, I know it. I agree with you. I, I'll tell you. I, I've said it before. I, I commend the Chiefs on how they've handled the whole thing, yeah. and especially Kelsey and just the entire team. So I think that gives them a little bit of an advantage. I also saw where the GM came out. I think last night and said that Chris Jones and uh, Ladarius Sneed will be priorities to yes. sign in the off season. Whether they do that or not, that that's a good PR move for them. Not that they need it. I'm sure they're going to come to play anyway. But Jones and Snead, that probably gives them a little shot in the arm. If you know what I mean? Like, yeah. All right, right, we're coming back. Let's, yeah. Let's, I was yeah. wondering last night with the the award show going. The opening of the award show is basically showing highlights from throughout the season, right? Yeah. Which is a typical thing to do for that kind of show. They did show Swift. Yeah. Right? Just yeah. sitting up in the booth. I was like, I wonder for the people who can't take any more of this, oh, that know. the NFL is putting it just for two seconds on the screen that, yeah, yeah she attended games this year. Like, I was like, oh, people I are going to lose. I mean, you go back, like, that used to be a really cool thing, like a athlete dating a supermodel or actress or singer, right? I mean, it used to be kind of cool. Like, that was a cool thing to have happen. Everything's politics these days. Well, yeah, that's, but that's, that's, that's so dumb. I mean, it may be dumb, but that's what's driving this. I guess. I, well, I, I, I believe that's driving 90%. Well, and, this. you know, when you get conspiracy minded people and you open up the door for a conspiracy, yeah. right? like it's like, yeah, of course, the NFL's fixing this. It's like, well, no, they're not. Like, By why like, wouldn't they take advantage of the biggest pop star on the planet? Dating a player that is still playing in the Super Bowl. Right. Like, why wouldn't they take full advantage of that if they could to get more yeah. eyes on the game? All right. Uh, we are getting over time here, so let's uh, welcome in XL Primetime. Now, the two-minute drill brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com slash careers. Equal opportunity employer. All right. Joe C. and the crew at the Players Grill in Mandarin. What's up, Joey? Yeah, man, we are ready to rock and roll. Of course, it's Super Bowl, uh, you know, themed shows across the board. I think for everybody. So, you know, listening to you guys kind of try to hatch the theory on on what it's going to take to win for both sides, and, and and I agree with one thing, Mike. Dude, there are a lot of people taking the Chiefs. Really are right. I mean, stunning amount for the team that's the underdog, and I get the Mahomes factor and all that. Right. But uh, I mean, it, 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 it's it's 
to me, Joe, so many people are on that side that it, it surprises me that the line has only moved a half point in their direction. Right, and and it moved up, moved back, moved up, but really it hasn't done a whole heck of a lot. Total hasn't done a whole heck of a lot. Uh, and, and I guess the idea is that people have been burned by Mahomes, so why not take points and uh, Mr. Money Man because of everything that he's done? Uh, I totally get it, but I still <laughs> – lean on the other side of this bad boy so uh, because of the firepower uh, that that San Francisco has. Yeah, look, they got a ton of firepower. There's no question about it, right? Uh, but uh, so did Baltimore. Baltimore absolutely destroyed oh, yeah. that San Fran team. Yeah. And KC's like, so? Yep. You know, like, I, I, KC's <laughs> de- it's, it's weird to me that I have more confidence in KC's defense than I do in anything else. They've come together at the right game. time. That's well, sure. yeah, one thing that I, that I know you guys probably talked about, but Steve Spagnola has done an unbelievable job. Steve Wilkes has not necessarily done an unbelievable job. Spagnola, what he did against Lamar was, whoa. And so, yeah, that, that's what it's going to come down to. That defense is – both of them, by the way, are top three when it comes to scoring and yards and all that kind of stuff. So they're both pretty dang good. All right, Joey, what do you guys have coming up today? Well, we've got our uh, our top ten props that we will actually compete against one another with, so we'll be laying those out. we still got the prop shop window open up for all of our listeners, so we'll be inviting them to come in and, and participate in the prop best. But it's going to be you know mainly Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, and then we'll take a look. Of course, college hoops going into the weekend. But, you know, one thing we started before is, you know, what, one, two, three recipe, what would the Jaguars go one, two, three in order to get to uh, the Super Bowl level, which is what, uh, you know, everyone's dreaming of. So we'll, we'll, we'll make it a Jaguar topic today, too. All right, Joey, have a good show. All right, fellas, we play your grill. It. Everybody come on by. You know it. In Mandarin is where they're holding uh, court today uh, on the text line. This is from a person who seems like for the last several weeks has been Tweeting about nothing but the 49ers. Um, everybody at 10-10 is picking Kansas City. Can't wait till Monday to listen to you all eat crow. I'm going to eat crow. That's who I think is going to win. What do right, I care right. if they – go ahead, San Fran, win the game. I don't have anything right, on it, you know. Right. I, I, I will care if my props come in yeah. on underdog. But other than that, yeah. don't really care. So what there will be no the, crow eating. What was the 30-1? to 1? Pacheco be an MVP? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, plus 3,000. It was plus 3,500 for a while. I wish I'd acted quicker. Yeah. That's 100, bu- 100 bucks gets you three 100 bucks G? gets you three grand. Tommy Mann says, I don't normally bet. I really don't. I don't bet. I've never really Again, if my life depended on it, yeah. that's not the bet I'd make. But that's why you bet 30 to 1. 30 to 1. Doesn't depend He's got on a chance. He's got a really good chance. Because they can run I'm the with ball you. on San Fran. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. Uh, that'll do it for us. Uh, you know what? You want to serve me up some crow? I hope you season it well. I don't care. Whatever. Fine with me, man. Yeah. You know? I want a good game, really. really? You know, it's funny. That's a lot it. of times in the Super Bowl when your team's not in it, uh, I always go like one team goes up, I want to see the other team come back. And then that other team I want to see you want it, come right. back. Right. You want drama. Yeah, That's why I'm going to pick the over. I just right. want teams scoring. Yeah. That's all I want. That's yeah. generally because you and I, we, like, <laughs> we do this on, on Sirius XM. Uh, I don't think Bob Harris has ever picked an under in his life. Because he roots. Yeah. It, it's like, what do you think is going to happen? Well, I want the over. I don't care what you yeah, want. Right. Of course, you want as many points scored as possible. This is right. fantasy football. So, yep. anyway, enjoy the game, whatever you're doing. What are you, where are you watching? Just the uh, house? Friends house. Friends yeah, house. The Thornton house. Yeah, man. We're going to uh, just chill and, and watch some uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Mm-hmm. Tony doing a party? Uh, friends coming over to the house Sunday. Yep. Yeah, I'm just uh, pockets. What about you? TBD. TBD. All right. That means he's uh, got no plans. <laughs> puppy Bowl. Come on, come on down to the house. You can watch a puppy bowl with my wife. I got a three-hour show from three to six on Sunday. <laughs> 
Uh, so I will miss the Puppy Bowl this it's year. The Puppy Bowl. You don't know the Puppy Bowl? Oh, the dog show? Yeah, the dog oh, thing. Yeah, the yeah. Dog, it's like it's, do you, re- you like it's dags? the 20th Puppy Bowl. You like the dags? 20th Puppy Bowl. Do I like dags? You like dags? Uh, what is that from? Do you know where it's from? Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, you do. No. What is it from? It's from uh, uh, Snatch. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't yeah. watched that. Remember, in a they long they time, called dogs man. dags. He's like, you like yeah. dags? He's dags. like, dags, dags, like dags. You I'm like gonna dags? have to go watch that. Uh, that's a great. Movie. It is. It's a. It, it was With Brad Pitt. Yeah, I enjoyed oh, that one. That's, that's on film. some streaming service because yeah, I see it yeah, pop it up be, from yeah. time to time. Yeah. All right, let's All right. get out of here so XL Primetime could do their thing. Uh, sorry we ran a little bit long there. Enjoy the Super Bowl no matter who wins. I That's won't right. be eating anything that I don't want to eat. I'm going to be eating a lot of food, but Come Monday. Crow. All right, uh, <laughs> enjoy it, everybody, and we will talk to you on Monday. Have a great Super Bowl weekend, and hopefully we'll be talking about the Jags in Super Bowl 59. This is 1010XL 92.5 FM.